I need, I think I need another cheeseburger. Good Valentine's Day. Did you celebrate mm. your Valentine's Day? Nope. We don't celebrate that bullshit. Uh, yeah, I mean, cook some chicken. <laughs> watch the Terps. It's great. It's <laughs> lovely. I figured you'd get roped in somehow. No, I... Uh, I, I mean, was... I, I got some flowers and some chocolates. Did See, that. that's what I do. Flowers, cards, chocolates. Done. Done. Sucker shit. It is sucker shit, but I'm a sucker... For holidays, so you know it's just it's a thing. It's it's limited. Um, and there's not a lot of skin in the game for that. Come on, everybody likes chocolate sliding around. I'll I'll nibble on them too. It's not like they're just for her. She gets her speak speaking. for yourself. There was plenty of skin in the game for me. <laughs> well, speaking of skin in the game, this is kind of where I'm going here. I went to uh, so first I went to Walmart. Um, you know we are a married couple. Let's just say the foreplay. You know we we ain't. We ain't warming up the engine here, okay? We're just we're getting, we're going, okay? We're shifting in third gear, okay? We ain't we ain't starting first, going to second. No, it's third gear. Let's get this pit. Let's get this party boat out on the water. If you know what I'm saying here, let's get her all wettened up. So I went over to the section where they got the uh, you know the the lubes and the uh, the fun stuff at the Walmart behind a locked case. I'm like, nope. Definitely not going to find a fucking high school dropout with a fucking nose ring and a tattoo on her eye to fucking open this case for me so I can get some intimate products for myself. I'm going to a grocery store with a self-checkout aisle. Go to the grocery store. Guess what? Boom. Locked doors. Plastic yeah. plastic case. This is recent. I don't know if it's always been this way for you, Alan. This is a recent fucking occurrence here in the Cecil County area. Right. So, I, yeah, just... I live in a metropolitan area, so... That's been a long time. That's a, that's the thing. There's the theft f- in our parts of town. <laughs> so, the just fingers, generally speaking, the, the fingers are sticky before and after the lube in your area. Yes, correct. That's right. <laughs> so, um, I just have one question. Say, so obviously, Alan, are you? Look, bottom line is, look, I'm a prude. I'm a pussy. I get embarrassed. I'm not going to go find one of these fucking employees to open up the case. I find it annoying to even have them open up the case for me to get a video game for my kid. I'm not going to go stomping around the store. I guess I'm just going to go on Amazon and order it from the devil himself because that's all you can do now. So I do have a question, and I wish there was a way to find out this answer. How much do you think the sales of condoms, lube, and just your basic vibrating toys, how much do you think those sales are going to plummet by putting these things behind a plastic case? I think... You're the fucking weirdo who still goes to a grocery store or a Walmart to buy your fucking sexual necessities. You either order that shit on Amazon or you go to a fucking fucking store, an adult store. They have a pl- I don't well, I don't know about y'all's area, but again, metropolitan area, if you like living around other humans, there are stores around with fucking these things that you can you can go, you can try them out. What do you like flavors? You can dab it on your tongue if you want to. Like you know what I mean? This isn't the dark ages, my friend. Fuck, come into the light. You can God. get your shit wherever. <laughs> we still live in the land of shame, apparently. I didn't know yeah, such things existed. Yeah, for, for a moment, I thought you were going to say that <clears throat> before you said it was locked. I thought it was going to be one of those ones that you lift the plastic up and it rings. You know, it's like it, it, it draws attention yeah. to the staff. So, for instance, at a drugstore nearby, uh, I think it's a CVS. It's uh, deodorants. They're not locked, but you have to lift a plastic thing that goes bing, 
bing, bing. So basically hurry up, grab the deodorant because yeah. um, <clears throat> household items like that, toiletries are probably, you know, theft, stolen a, a fair amount. But for you now, see, you had to get the whole, like, oh, so what kind of lube you want? Just any type of lube. You, so you want the fresh or the water the mix? Just, you know, just, <laughs> just the whole Q&A you want to avoid. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, and them looking at you like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Valentine's Day is coming around the corner. I got you and me, bro. <laughs> Honestly, like, and for me, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But, like, I feel like you going and buy, like, if you're going to fucking, you know, buying a fucking Astro Glide and shit, like, I've, I've more respect for you. You're doing it correctly, like an adult. You know what I mean? You're going to get, you got, but, but them booty holes tight sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, you got to do what you got to do. Like, I, if you went and like bought a big old fucking tub of KY, I'd be like, what are you fucking 70? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, come on, man. Get, like I said, step into the times. Google no, something. Just I'm Google starting to, and see what happens. I'm starting a fraternity. <laughs> we're, having a, we're having a wrestling match in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> I am, listen, I, I, I wish it wasn't a part of my DNA, but I do feel like, I don't know, I feel shame. I do. And when I'm, I'm shopping these products, I swear to God, I've been, there's been instances where I've, it's taken me 20 minutes to get a little, just a little thing of lube because they're right next to like the tampons and the maxi pads and all that stuff. And there'll be women of a certain age that I'm just like, why are you even in this aisle still? Hadn't that, hadn't that era passed you by? And mm. and I'll, I will sit there with the shopping cart and just glare and just kind of, well, are you done yet? How much shopping do you got to do? Are you price checking? What are you doing? <laughs> you've been doing this for 50 years just grab your product and go and then i'll finally like and i mean i'll drive by like i'm a supermarket shopper just bink, pop it in the this is what i do i pop it in the basket and then i'll actually take items i'm going to purchase and i'll put them on top of it so other people can't see that i've got Jesus, lube in my cart man. you yeah. are a grown adult man <laughs> i know i know yeah. what's wrong with you i don't know it's something i need to work out in the long therapy session i'm sure but the bottom line is that's how i'm built that's how i'm coded and i don't want to go looking through the store for an incompetent employee that's going to oh i don't need the key for uh for the, uh, what do you want? No, I'm not telling you what I want. Just bring the fucking key over here. Well, I can't open it if they don't tell me what you want. Well, I'm not telling you what I want. Just get the fucking key for the case. I don't know what you want if you don't. Fucking, f- fine. And then I'm just going to get mad, pout, walk off, storm off, and go buy bananas. You, you tried this with me last week. You, you said uh-huh. therapy on road rage. Do you ever just like play it out to where... What did you, I don't even remember what you said. It was such bullshit advice that you gave me. I forgot about it. Something about like in my mind thinking like just be nice, playing you know something something along the lines thinking positive. Um, no, yours was more like um, uh, pretend that's what you want them to do, and then maybe the rage will subside a little bit. Like, no, oh, you got to cut me off. I'm sure you're running late to work. No big deal. We'll all just speed okay. up. The, you know, it'll be fine. What what can I do? Okay, you you can assume that once you leave the aisle and then check out these people are never ever going to think about you again i know i know this to be true they're not going to like portray some weird fantasy like i wonder what that married man is going to do with his wife on valentine's day with that glide holy moly yeah you know what like that that high school dropout is more worried about probably making rent than you sticking it in your wife's ass you know what i'm saying like (laughs) that's all i'm saying this is just normal stuff, okay? This isn't. We don't. 
Listen, man. I'm, look, I'm taking it there. All right. How dare you? If you like it or not, I'm making it feel. I'm making you feel weird now. You are making me feel weird now. You're very correct. Uh, also, Wes, the uh, the store I happen to be shopping in was also the one where she works. So I'm also I've got that scarlet letter walking around as well. Oh, well, you, you yeah that tidbit. You probably could have done yourself a favor by going to a different Walmart. Well. I Rather did. Than... I went to. Okay. First, I was at that one first, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "I'm not asking for the key." So I actually drove to a separate Walmart the next day, and then that one was locked up. And then I then that's when I was a pussy. And then I went to a grocery store, and then I went to another store. I'm like, "Oh, they don't have self checkout. Can't hand this to a fucking person at the register." Jesus Christ, bro! <laughs> go see, go see a therapist or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You should have. Here's the therapy: make them get on the loudspeaker and make an announcement to your wife, like, yeah, "Hi, it's... Maria Murr, I'm here with your husband Andrew. He's purchasing products from the Astroglide section for a surprise that he has for you like, tonight." Dude, we can make it a bit. Me and Wes can go with you. We'll cut. We'll t- we'll pep talk you through the sale. You can step up. Mm-hmm. We're, you're gonna have to call. You're gonna have to. We're gonna get help. She's gonna need a. Need the fucking need the need the fucking sexy time key, and they're gonna come. It's gonna be probably some like fucking gross old lady, and she's gonna be like, "What you? Yeah, oh, you work. What you, the sexy time stuff." And then she's gonna give it to you, and then we're gonna walk up together, and like we're gonna coach you through it, buddy. Yeah. Would it be funny if the key if the key was a penis or a that's, mouth? that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> and I also thought of a bit as well because I thought maybe since uh, you know you and Wes are in the vicinity, maybe you guys could go ask for the key and then maybe ask the person with the key for some recommendations on what's behind oh, the case. Yeah. And you uh you got insight on what we got here? I mean, there's a, there's a pretty yeah, good, yeah. a good spread here of, of glides. And one better than the other. You know, I was trying to look up uh, reviews on this. It seems all the same. Thermo- yeah. Thermogenic. What does that mean? Is, that, is, it, is it warm on touch or is it always warm? Is one better for my whole hand? Or is it, should we go oil-based or water-based? Like, yeah. Should, and I, do you I have suggest a, like this? I have a peanut allergy. Should I be worried about any of this? Is this all, is this all cruelty free? I, look, I don't want to harm animals in my sexual escapades. What if this gets around the mouth and eye area? Is that a problem? <laughs> this gets all my uh, my my official work uniform. Is it going to be trouble to get any stains off? Is, is it safe from here to here if it just happens to get in this area? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the, the God, you know, it's yeah. limitless. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Keep going. This is like this is like the, the they'll never make it of small bits, you know. Yeah. We have one for the movies. This is like the 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 middle class holes hit the streets type thing. Yeah, dude. Nah, but look, I, I just I do. I get I get embarrassed. I feel a little bit of shame. I feel like sometimes like that you guys should maybe feel more of it <laughs> in certain yeah. situations. But, I mean, well, that's how we degrade down into anarchy is when nobody has any care, concern, or emotion one way or another about anything they do in the world, then it, we start to get into chaos. Well, we're not saying anything we do. We're just saying, listen, you are a longtime married man. You have a child. Like, what What are we fucking, what are we doing here? But you have sex, Mer. Everyone, the world is aware that you have sex with a lady and she enjoys it and you enjoy it. Like, it's fine. It's totally okay. <laughs> As a matter of fact, like, us talking, I've thought more about it than I ought, let alone a store clerk at a fucking Walmart. Yeah. 
Honestly, it's like we've done fucking what? How, how long? We're twelve minutes here of yeah. of your sex life. <laughs> I mean, I actually just kind of went into this on like originally. It was just like, how much do you think those sales are going to plummet? Here's why I have this hypothesis, and now it's turned into more of just the know, sales have plummeted it. because everybody orders that shit on Amazon anyway. But yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, yeah, and, and again, yeah, here yeah. you go. Go, it was. I was just say, do they? I, I do they have uh, condoms and stuff like that on there? I didn't. Like, doesn't yeah, shock yeah. me. I just yeah, didn't. Yeah, it does. I, I went. Okay. I opened an incognito window, so it didn't save on my account that I was searching for it. <laughs> I like how you opened an incognito window for lubricant. Like there are things you can get on Amazon that are fucking worthy of an incognito window, <laughs> <laughs> and the sure as shit is an Astroglide. <laughs> I know, but yeah. see, for me, it's like Amazon's the store clerk. I don't even want it to know that I'm shopping for it. It's uh, oh, it, knows. it fucking knows. That's why I went incognito. Okay, I didn't want to did know right mean, away. Did you I'm... get it? Pri- are you Prime member? Did you yes, get Prime? Oh yeah. well, they got it anyway. But yeah, <laughs> I know. In, Same, in like six yeah. months, it's gonna be like, hey, do you want to rebuy that? Well, that's the thing is when you open the incognito window, you're not automatically logged in. So uh, my technically, I wasn't in my account. I was just uh, I was just browsing in the general yeah. section. Yeah, the so algorithm is. What'd you get? I didn't get any yeah. yet, but I'm gonna. Oh shit! You still have it? Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know. And Valentine's Day is come and gone. It's like, damn, the poor wife, man. You ain't giving no loving. Give her, the, give her the love, bro. <laughs> just break out some grape jelly or something. <laughs> I like to use strawberry west because you don't know. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Someone, someone might have a, someone might have a fruit allergy. Oh a, yeah. Whatever. Uh, now I, uh, I was I, what I was going to say is yeah the algorithm is infinitely more into your life than a store clerk. True. You know what I mean you're you're better off at, with the lip and nose ring teenager who's like like Alan said just trying to make rent, trying yeah. to buy a dime bag, you know care. whatever. Yeah, that's true. Every you day you Amazon Prime that bitch you're gonna get fucking butt plugs, nipple clamps. You're gonna get all types of fucking advertisements, my friend. It does yeah. make me wonder. Okay, in an era. Before this one, when people knew each other in stores, you know, like you went down to like Harry's homeware and it was like, uh, hey, Harry, what's going on, Dave? I need a little something. Hmm? Yeah, what's that? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, stuff to keep behind the counter. Oh, yeah, you need some need some shotgun shells? Like, no, 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 not the shotgun shells. Uh. And then, you you know, I am... I wonder if that's why, like, teenage pregnancy was such a big deal, like, back in, like, the 60s and 70s. Is nobody wanted to ask their local store clerk. Because, again, what if you're, like, 16, 17 and you need to go get it? And you know Harry's going to talk to your fucking dad. You know what Billy was in your bind, right? Oh, shit. <sighs> He's going to go raw, dog. <laughs> yeah, he did buy condoms. He bought lube. That's it. No condoms. He was like, oh, don't need those. Don't have, I've got one dollar. Well, in you're that scenario, down. you can get by with one and not the other. He chickened out and bought a bunch of latex gloves. <laughs> I, I can use them five times, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. There's a, this is reminding me that uh, there's a book that I read. Uh, it's about, it's about a, kid, uh, a famous author, and he wrote kind of like a quasi-biography of growing up in the Midwest uh, in Des Moines, Iowa. But there's a part in there where he said he walked by his parents' bedroom and they were both under the sheets and he's like what are you guys doing um i'm uh looking at your dad's teeth he's like huh well that's fucking weird then later on he like put two and two together and realized like they were 
his parents were getting on. And he said, I never realized why I didn't like the dentist after that. <laughs> <laughs> Could, couldn't figure it out. Gosh. And could you imagine, like, okay, here's the other thing. Vacation, right? So we went on vacation, went to Disney. And I'm just like, huh, I wonder if there's going to be a little, you know, one of those moments. And I realized, like, nope, we're all in the same fucking open air room. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. That can't happen. And then I thought about, you know, the homesteaders back in the day. You got, like, already five kids sleeping on a fucking big bundle of straw in the corner. It's like, time to make number six. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Go to sleep or get a show. Your choice. Yeah, that, I mean, when I hear about, like, I mean, I, I was going to say back in the day, but even now, like, impoverished homes, you know, people living in single bedroom or two bedroom places, mm-hmm. you know, those parents at some point, you know, you're talking like a year on the clock on the no sex clock. Like, All right. We got 30 minutes before the kids get home. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Let's get the shit in. This ain't even, this ain't even love making. This is just a little carbon off the valve <laughs> to, to make me less volatile. Well, look, I'll tell you what, and he, we're in like a real weird sweet spot where like we can leave him alone in the another area of the house for a while, but mm. he's also going to get curious at some point, but he doesn't necessarily know what he's curious about. Mm-hmm. So let's just say we've, uh, I've needed help hanging a few picture frames over the last several months. Like, yeah. hey, hon, I need you to help me measure this out, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, William, we'll be back in a few minutes, buddy. We're going to, uh, mommy's going to help me do something in the I gotta, I gotta level this fucking this portrait, this family portrait. Really, yeah. Here. My my parents do a lot of arts and crafts in their bedroom behind closed doors. <laughs> Only like 20, 10, 15 minutes at a time, but you know, a lot of yeah. pictures and shit. And then people go in your bedroom, and there's not a single fucking picture on the wall. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't like what they have. There was when I was a kid. I, I don't remember this story, but my parents were moving, uh, uh, reorganizing their bedroom. You know, moving. Moving the bed, moving the dressers, and kind of getting like a new look or something. And apparently, I was just in the way. I was just like, "What are you guys doing?" And my dad was finally just make get the fuck out and close the door. And then, like a loud ruckus occurred, which was just them moving bed frames and shit. And I was like, "They're having sex." I told my family, I was like, "I know what sex is. It involves moving furniture, <laughs> loud noises." Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, it does, but yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> Don't drop slamming. the fucking frame. <laughs> Don't drop the bed frame. <laughs> it's a, that's yeah. a move. It's a... <laughs> the, the bed frame drop. <laughs> oh, the ottoman. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Fucking middle class elves, everyone. Foxman, Alan Murr. Yeah. Now, there was actually, I saw there was a great meme. Uh, and it has, if you're familiar with professional wrestling, there's a bit where. Someone alerts Vince McMahon, who's doing an interview with Stephanie, that I think Stone Cold's in the building, and he gets up. He goes, "Wait, where is it? Where is that son of a bitch? You sit here. You wait here. I'm gonna find him." And the the subtitle was, "When you find it, when you find the guy who invited Valentine, invented Valentine's Day, <laughs> where is that son of a bitch? I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna kill him." <laughs> but again, there was a time. I always wonder, like, where these things came from. There was a time that. Once men were married, they showed zero, like, romance on, like, their acuity scale. Like, where is your level of affection for your, the woman who raises your children and cleans your home? And it's like, huh, good question. Because <laughs> my secretary gets it all the time, but my wife, I, yeah, that's just, 
Yeah, I guess I never really thought about it. So February 14th, <laughs> it's like, ah, okay. And it was like the one time a year that it's like you showed appreciation. I feel like we've been, look, bottom line is men have been deballed in this country for quite a while. All right, we're pretty sensitive fellows now. All right, we cry now. We hug and shit. All right, we don't need the holiday. I don't we know, found- me and Wes go to the store and buy lube. You, you the motherfucker, still hasn't bought it. You're waiting a week because you can't get yourself to coke, dude. <laughs> yeah, I buy lube and I go and I buy I buy lube and then I go to my car and cry because I can. <laughs> it was so beautiful. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, continue. I'm sorry. I'm... Yeah. Well, fuck you guys. Thank you. Uh. <clears throat> Wanted to go over a list with you guys. This was interesting. I'm glad you uh, you presented this to me because th- these are 17 obvious things people had no idea were obvious until someone else pointed them out. I'm not going to go over all 17, but I do. I've been I've been I have aha moments like this in my life. Uh, not necessarily a whole lot from this list, uh, but it, it they they happen. They happen to everyone. They happen to everyday Joes. You know, like I said, you don't know that there's 30 types of Astroglide until you ask the store clerk to crack open the case. You, know, you just thought there was one, right? They, I wonder if it's like if Astroglide is like Q-tips. You know what I mean? Q-tips, the company that makes cotton swabs, Glide or what, but Lube. You know, I see, you just call I always, it Astroglide. K- KY is always my generic. Like I need some KY. KY. Like I, I don't do Astro. I don't know though. That seems like an old person. That's either the old person or like I think it was the old gay guy. It was like the '80s gay guy lube. You, I'm fairly certain. Well, you know, it good. has a connotation. You need a little extra, you know. A little, a little more viscosity. Exactly. Listen, there. I I know that there's a difference because I remember I I bought. So there was the standard, right? And then they made like some like. I don't know, like like silk, and I remember getting that, and then I was just like, "This stuff sucks." It, it's like it's yeah, it's got a little bit of like a you know like a I don't know what I don't know what you want to call it. It reduces friction for a second, and then it just turns into water and just goes away. I'm like, no 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 no, I want that other shit. I want that shit you gotta like literally wash off when you're done. Like I don't need this. You need a no. fucking degreaser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It comes in a two-pack. It's like, I want, the, I want the kind of shit you could form into a ball and throw. <laughs> but then, but then there's the Astroglide where, like, it's, like, super thick. And it's like, no, 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 no. I don't need this. I don't want to, like, I don't need a wet wipe when I'm done. I just want a good shot of, I need that that LBJ, like, uh, penis cannon in the shower. That's all I need. I just need to rinse it off. I don't need, like, yeah, anyway. So there is a difference. And I don't want to shop the difference with a Walmart employee with a badge and a key. That's all. Okay. Okay. Hey, man. I mean, America. I'll recommend a brand off air if you would like. I don't need a brand. I know what I want. I just don't want to have to ask somebody to get it out of a fucking glass case for me. Shout out. Try to help, bro. All right. Anyway. So start. Start. An Amazon account under Young William's name and buy what you need. Right? Then he can figure it out when he's older. <laughs> you want me to just order it and I'll send it to your address? It's fine. Like, <laughs> don't don't make me contemplate that. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I got prime. <laughs> Christ, I bought the Nostra dumbass hat for Alan that it delivered. He did. Sent it right to me. It's a pinch of a difference. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't really see how it's a mood. It's a mood setter. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. So what? 17 right. obvious things that we didn't realize. 
Yeah. Now, again, I'm not going to go over all 17. These are the ones that I marked as like uh, worth talking about. Uh, quote, how the American bail system works. I thought it was a sum of money you paid to avoid jail. I was surprised when I realized you got the money back if you show up for trial. The bail system's kind of funky in and of itself. And, and bail, bail bondsmen, they kind of intrigue me and just in general. Now, I understood bail, but I didn't necessarily understand bail bondsmen's until I started delivering mail to bail bondsmen. And I was like, so explain this to me real quick. It's like, all right, here's the deal. It's it's fascinating. Like It's like they don't have any power until you don't show up. And then once you don't show up, all of a sudden they become like, they become like fucking RoboCop deputies. Like bounty hunters, yeah. Yeah. It's, my, it's amazing. Generally, the way it was explained to me, 90% of the time I'm just a guy who sits behind a desk and I fucking do a bunch of accounting. 10% of the time I'm a hunter. I'm a hunter of people. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Damn. And you know damn well he prefers that 10%. He doesn't oh, yeah. want to be a fucking accountant. Yeah. These guys, every bail bondsman I've seen is some jacked hard ass who was, I don't know, one shitty bad luck string away from being a pro wrestler. Hundred <laughs> percent. That is hundred percent right. They could be big sh- they could be they could be like uh the physique of the big show all the way down to like I don't know who was the who was the little scrappy guy that hung out with uh the, the Dudley boys? The little the little skinny- Spike. Spike, yeah. Anywhere from Spike to Big Show, man. That's your that's your common bounty hunter in the US of A. But yeah, so <laughs> So, okay, so the bail system, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, but I can understand why somebody wouldn't get it. It sounds complicated until you Getting your down. money back when you show up for trial. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just, I, the, the court system is a racket anyway. You got to always pay fucking court fees and shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's not like a freebie. You can even go there and, and you know, represent yourself for a small petty crime and, and get free. Like, okay, cool. All charge, our charges are dropped. Uh, yeah, you still owe the court for our time. Yeah, you have fifty dollars on the way out. Like, well, no, I won. Like, yeah, you won. Good job. Right. Now pay us for your we, time. We, we have to get paid, bro. Wait, pay, pay you for my time. I've always thought this, and I never understood that. Like, so the reason most people don't sue giant corporations is because the giant corporations, even though they know they'll lose the case, they'll just drag it out so long that your bank account runs dry until you maybe win. If you win, you still won't get a lot of your court costs back. So I've always thought the way to make it really fair is like, if you lose, you pay everything. And then maybe we don't have these extended trials where people are like, shit, this is 50-50. All right, let's settle. You know, like that that might be how things operated. If, I mean, the common Joe can't sue anybody. Anyway, bottom line is you're 100% correct. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so you get your money back, folks. So don't worry if you didn't know that. Uh, water towers are for water pressure, uh, not just putting a town's name on it in a tank and saying, hey, look how much dang water we have. <laughs> yeah, that's, yep, that's what they're for. <laughs> it was like a billboard for a town. They were like, well, yeah, here you are. I think, they, I think the idea what people just thought you just stored, that's like where a bunch of water sits. It, well, it is kind of. I mean, well, it is. But could you imagine? I, hold on. I want to backtrack because the hypothetical that ran through my mind is like a sales guy was like, could you imagine being like the sign salesman and you roll up into a new town? They're like, hey, listen, we're starting a fucking new town. Need some signs. I'm like, all right, look, we got classic, classic fucking rock formation. We'll put your name in it. Uh, and every ever popular, somewhat inexpensive water tower. Water tower is a good, most one of our most popular sellers. Water tower as a as a town sign. Look. You know what I mean? Like 
(laughs) That's uh, someone conceived of that and was like, that's what they're for. It's look, it's like two for one. You're going to need water, right? You're in the tower. Now let's put some signage on her, baby. I don't know what your water pressure is like, but fuck it. Throw it up 90 feet in the air. Improved immediately. (laughs) I'll go with the, I'll go with the water tower. Okay. Perfect. We got a good, better, best for that. We got your standard Helvetica (laughs) and we have uh, old English. (laughs) Listen, if you want to get, if you want to get frisky, comic sense, it's always whimsical, you know, (laughs) but you could, you could do it on both sides. You know, that way it's a 360. Both sides. You can see it coming and going, you know, what town you're coming into and leaving. Or, or, yeah, you do it in rever- reverse so you can see it in the rear view. Or, you know? it's, uh, what is it, the one down, uh, I think it's as you're heading into Georgia, it's a it's shaped like a big-ass peach. It actually mm. looks like a big butt with a crack yeah, in it. We have novelty <laughs> water towers. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, what are you known for, huh? What do you, what do you, what do you got? What do you guys got? Cherries? We got, yep, boom. It's our peach painted red. <laughs> We got listen. We got a whole architectural department, bro. Yeah. I mean, the sky's the limit. We got a design <laughs> build team. Fucking fantastic at water tower shapes. <laughs> the sky's the limit. Send you, couple, uh, send you a couple renderings over. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you a Trojan horse version. Yeah, <laughs> slightly smaller. Listen, man. We guarantee uh, no change orders. All right, this is gonna be a clean <laughs> install. <laughs> I mean, look. I honestly, I am fascinated by water. T- I'm, I'm fascinated by water, actually. But like, like the flow of water, like that you don't need. You need almost nothing. You just need the literally the water to be above where it comes out. That's it. Anybody that doesn't understand that? That is the basis of all water towers. If you got a flat, like if your if your geography is flat, you build a tower. If it's if it's not flat, you don't even need a big tower. You just need a tank, a holding tank that runs downhill. It's on top of the hill. That's it. That's the only thing with the water tower. Now today they pump the water into the tower, and then it comes down from it. But yeah, it does hold. It holds water. <laughs> Which yeah, is, I mean, it did like, say you can think of some of the old New York ones too, like on tops of apartment buildings mm-hmm. and shit like that. Office old office buildings, like those are still functional. Uh, I think they have a problem with inspecting them in the city of New York. But besides that, I mean, they serve a purpose. <laughs> <sighs> This is uh, this one I I didn't know. This is new to me. Uh, it's called metal, the music because it's harder than rock. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I did I knew that, but I I didn't know I didn't. Huh? I guess I did know that instinctively, but I never really thought about it. That I just I. That's the thing. I it, it never dawned on me. I don't think I ever said why do they call it metal. Uh, but but you know it makes. Perfect sense, hundred percent. Because it's harder than it's harder than rock music. <laughs> harder than rock and roll. <laughs> Clever. Just, they, they, they don't, they, but they, then they call it soft rock. What did you call it? Like what? Granite or something? Or... <laughs> granite. It's a sandstone. Uh, Mineral. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, but you say that, but then metal. You've got new metal. You've got like death metal. Then uh, he's got he's um, got standard metal. Right in the middle there, uh, like new. And what's funny is new metal softer than metal, and death metal is harder than just metal. Yeah, death metal's forged in something. Fucking but they uh, devil pass or something in Sweden. But then That's again, where it comes from. you are hundred percent correct. They still love that shit. Yeah, you can get like flergens at the local IKEA, and then you fucking go to a metal and metal show, death metal show. It's it's whimsical. Flergens. Is that what yeah, well, I assume that that's the new coffee table. Uh, I think <laughs> it's uh, it's nice. 
wasn't a you could have lied to me about what a flurgan <laughs> I mean, is. I mean, you could like, probably Google man. flurgan IKEA and there's something. <laughs> Flurgan's a, a different type of uh, uh, beer drinking apparatus. Wow, <laughs> interesting. That's flundra. cool. There's a flundra. It's the dish strainer. I was fucking close. Like, there's a Flinton. It's an office chair. I was fucking, I was this far away, guys. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, uh, I recently learned that goodbye is shortened form for God be with you, which people in ye old England would say to each other. I looked this up a long time ago, so I was aware of that. But the next one that's attached to it, that one I did not know. Uh, I recently realized that howdy is short for how do ye that that's the one I didn't. I just thought like I howdy like because it, it it almost seems as though it would be more poetic and proper like how do ye like how do ye do how do ye do and I couldn't imagine like some like some bumpkin in Oklahoma in the fucking like turn of, turn of the 19th century like how do ye do howdy. You know, like turning it into that. I couldn't have ever. I couldn't imagine them having ever said "How do ye." I can only imagine them saying "Howdy." I can't imagine well, them knowing where that came from. I have to figure by the time they started settling in Oklahoma, that probably had gotten you know sifted out of the English language and verbiage. I could be wrong. I'm just saying that seems more like a uh, you know Massachusetts settling type of <laughs> slang. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily strike me as you know by the time they started parking. Parking their cars in the Midwest or their wagons, rather that that they are still. Like, How do ye? I know, but like, we we ought to put that on a water tower. That's fucking great. But I I would say this though, like nobody in the modern era still says "How do like How do ye" or anything of that nature. But if you go again west of the Mississippi, you're gonna get howdies everywhere you fucking go. Yeah. So yeah. the like the slang version of it is still around, but the proper version of it, you know, I mean, I've heard people say "God be with you." And not goodbye. Yeah, I've heard that before. At, at, at church? Yeah, but I mean, again, but it's still a part of the, It still exists. It's like, it's rare, but I've still heard it said. You're right. You're not You're not getting how do ye. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Getting a lot of howdies, though. And actually, I give a lot of howdies. Shit, I say howdy <laughs> from time to time. Howdy. That's how I greet everyone at work, which I know is probably obnoxious and annoying. Oh, God, you suck. Oh, yeah. I, oh, but I'm a, but see, worst. <laughs> I know. I, but I'm a hundred. If anybody ever calls me out on it, I'm going to be like, I know. I know I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I'm a oh, fucking yeah. turd and I'm a dick. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I'm aware. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Doesn't make it this good, one, okay, but. It is what it is. I found that I found this to be hilarious, and this is not even like an aha moment. This is just someone coming to grips with the fact that they've been a thief for a long, long time and not <laughs> realizing it. I was 25 when I found out that jugs of washer fluid outside of gas stations aren't free. I was walking out of the gas station with a buddy one day, grabbed a jug of washer fluid, and he asked me, "Did you just steal that?" I was like, "No, dude, it's free." Turns out it's not. I stole washer fluid for nearly 10 years of driving, and no one ever said a thing to me about it. <laughs> Dude, that's a situation where I would I would hate my buddy for even fucking informing me. Right. Walking away, clean conscience for a decade. And I don't, I always, I hate it because when I buy it, again, this comes to my fucking prudishness, I will pick it up on the way into the store. I cannot, like those people that are always like checking out the liquor store, like, yeah, throw a bag of ice on there too. Because they're going to get it out of the cooler as they go to their car. I'm like, what a fucking honor system we live by. Still, where we're locking up lubes in a Walmart. <laughs> They're still just letting you freebase fucking ice out of the chest on the way out to the fucking parking lot. 
Yeah. Three. He's like, I'll get a three pound bag. You think I wonder if anyone's watching me get that fiver. I've paid for a three and then walked out and looked at the threes and been like, mm, we got a lot of beer here. I'm going to grab a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> but that's, I can understand because I'm, when I worked at the gas station, we had like, you know, there were like displays technically for, you know, yeah. like uh, washer fluid, brake fluid, uh, uh, other fluids anyway and i saw somebody like topping off their brake fluid and i'm like um i but i punched it up while after they paid for their gas and they're like whoa what's that extra seven dollars for i'm like it's for the brake fluid I, th- I thought you just used it to you know top it off if you needed it like yeah and you can take the rest of it with you because you just bought it and they were confused but i can see how that makes sense like no i'm here at the place where you need like Quick maintenance on your car, and you are providing this fluid for me. So, yes, but it's for purchase. You know, like, I can see how if no one explained that to you, it's not, like, an automatic, you know, especially if you're from Jersey. Figured, like, uh, you know, the the washing my windshield, you know, at a gas station. That's free. Right. Right. You're just dunking the, the squeegee into a fucking disgusting filth pile and then be like, mm, I gotta clean I gotta clean it. Um so I think it's still a very, very hard parallel to be like, Yeah, jugs of this fluid are free. But I'm trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. But yeah. But I mean, to his credit though, because since he thought it was free, it's not like he was just taking one for funsies every time he walked out of the gas station. He was only taking it when he needed it. So it's kind of like there's this weird, like, honesty built into the guy. Like, Yeah. You figure he said he'd been doing it for 10 years. So what? He probably stole three. Well, I mean, more than that. I mean, maybe, I mean, I'd say two a year for 10 years. You tell me you only go through, like, one. I, I get it. I get it refilled when I get my oil changed. Oh, see, I, I'm a man, and I... Before I drove my Tesla, I did it myself. So I just, I never, yeah. You just tell, tell me I'm not a man. Well, okay. Wait, hold on. What's your, you're a man because you what? I, I changed off my his own windshield. windshield, windshield. I, well, windshield. He, he never had to washer fluid. Is that he never he never had to add wiper fluid because he always took his car to get his oil changed somewhere. And I'm saying I always changed my own oil, so I always had to buy my own washer fluid. And you would go through about at least two gallons of that shit a year, at least minimum. Like one every six months. Yeah, yeah. At minimum, and I would say like three a year is probably normal. That's a lot, that's a lot of washer fluid, bud. Not really. I was gonna say maybe like a, like one. Yeah, what's a gallon? Like is one, it a gallon or? I'll go through one and a half, maybe. Like not even a full two. What are you well, doing? Well, like in the winter, like when like the the frost keeps copping up on the windshield, and it's raining out, and you get like the uh, like the the road sludge on your windshield, and um, yeah. you know, I don't know. I like a clean windshield, man. I like. I do too. I don't get me twisted, but yeah, maybe you know what? You need that Rainex shit. Well, that, yeah, summertime, you know, starts Eat off, man. Gets around dusk, and you're just fucking this, just murdering moths, man, shit like that. <laughs> murdering uh, again, moths. metropolitan area. We don't drive through moth swarms very often, but it's <laughs> 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 <So> cool. <laughs> Life's out there, man. Dude, dude, <laughs> driving around here when the cicadas were out, it was like, I, you felt like you were in a war zone at the peak, man. <laughs> I believe it. You could, yeah, I mean, there was a couple times you could just no, he's coming, he's coming. You could see him like 
I don't know, like a quarter mile out. <laughs> He's going like five miles an hour and you're going 60. Pow! Fucking sound like a yeah, rock you, hit your windshield. Can you imagine the luck of a, the draw for that? Because you're coming out <laughs> once every, what, is it 17 years, 18? Yeah, yeah something like that. on the brood, but yeah, I think most of yeah. 17. For, for a three-week orgy. <laughs> I mean, that's what that is. It's a three-week fucking gangbang. And one of those fuckers emerged from the ground and was like, whoa, my dick's hard. I, I don't need Glide. I'm going to fuck something. And then Murr ran it over. <laughs> ran into it. <laughs> yeah. Murr killed him. Well, hey, man. Get with the times, brother. <laughs> yeah. Survive survive, or don't have an urgy. Wow. Thinking about that, like that species. So what? I don't know. I can't, I'm not terrible at math. So if you, like what? Five generations ago of those guys, like there weren't any cars to worry about. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. It's, yeah. And here we are, just blasting them, dude. They're so filled with goo, too, man. I mean, that's Harris, a... Dude, I hate them. They suck. <laughs> I mean, like, I know, but they're not, like, that annoying, but they're huge. Like, they're, they're substantial bugs. Like, most other right. bugs, you're like, eh, get out of here, bug. And that one, you're like, oh, fuck, you're meaty. Get the fucking fuck out of here. <laughs> the weirdest yeah. part about them, you know, I, I think what... On one of the fun fact Fridays, what was it? Uh, whales like evolved from some sort of deer-like creature. Well, these things are like most closely related to like shrimp and crawfish. Yeah, that's wild. They're like a crustacean, a flying crustacean. Yeah, mm. flying crustacean across the nation. <laughs> that's that's a hell of a band name. That's a that's a heavy metal band right there. Uh, <clears throat> My 21-year-old cousin just realized he's mildly allergic to peanut butter uh, and has been his whole life. Until now, he assumes everyone's throat closed up a little after eating a PB&J sandwich, and he just fought through it. Poor it's guy. like me and almonds, man. Dude, okay. the things... Uh, it boggles the mind sometimes, like, the, thi the things people do for, like, long periods of time. They're like, oh, I thought... You know, I thought when I have fucking cashews, I go blind for a couple minutes. You know, I thought everybody just lost their sight when they enjoyed some cashews. They're so tasty. Like, and you're like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, go see a doctor. What is wrong with you? Well, honestly, funny. No, no, I don't. I don't eat. I don't eat cashews when I'm driving. Wait, why not? Because like, go blind. I don't eat cashews at the ball game. Like, I'm trying to see stuff. <laughs> The funny thing is, is honestly, that happened to me with bananas for a while. My tongue would get real itchy. And then I, so I thought I was allergic to, to bananas. So for like a decade, I didn't eat bananas. And then I started, then somebody, I had a banana and was like, oh, nah, 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 scratching my tongue with my teeth. And I looked it up. Is there a banana allergy? And they're like, contrary to popular belief, there isn't anybody really allergic to bananas. You're a, it's, it, it's tricking you into thinking that you're having an allergic reaction to something else in the air. And so I was like, they're like, just keep eating bananas and it'll go away. Lo and behold, I eat bananas every goddamn day. Sometimes twice a day. No problem now. No itchy tongue, nothing. So sometimes, man, you do. Sometimes you just got to work your way through it. So bananas actually have, power they have like a deterrent? Yeah, right. The, the uh, whatever like that, you know, like that white stringy stuff on the outside of the banana when you peel it? Yeah. There, it mimics something you're allergic to in the air. Okay. And so, like, when your body thinks it's that thing, so it has a reaction to it. But in reality, if you keep eating the banana, it'll be like, oh, this isn't that. This is banana. This is banana. Gotcha. This isn't that thing you're allergic to. So, yeah, it was tricking my body to think I was, like, breaking out. Anyway, it is what it is, man. Gotcha. 
uh, I was at least 50 years old when I learned that little piggy who went to the market wasn't going shopping. So it actually had to do with uh, the little piggy heading to the slaughter shop for yeah. sale at the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This little yeah. piggy. Okay. Well, oh, how's that um, go? What's the whole rhyme? I should know this, but I don't. Um, you got you got kids, piggy. man. <laughs> well, then why that he go, one? He went. He went wee wee all the way home, right? Yeah. That's this the, little the... piggy went to the market. This little pi- piggy stayed home. Went to the store. This stayed little home, piggy yeah. had roast beef. Why? Yeah. So we need to know that one. Because he went to he went to the other market. He went to the cow market. <laughs> and so the one he escaped. Made a wrong, he, yeah. The last one escaped, man. Why would he go wee all the way home? Is he joined it's like remorse, like, yay? Um, I don't it's either that or like, you know, like, oh shit, I got out. Oh my god, fuck yeah, fucking kill me. I gotta get the fuck out of here. I think it's more like that. <laughs> That's how I would be wee weeing. Okay. All the way home. Sure. Or he's pissing himself like fucking from the torture chamber he just fucking <laughs> <laughs> He's running and pissing. Wee, dude! I saw something funny. It, it maybe have been from this article or something else, but uh, the old, uh, I guess it's Warner Brothers or Disney. It's the Three Little Pigs, and it's like the 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 big bad wolf's trying to eat them. Well, on the walls of all the Three Little Pigs' houses, they have family portraits, and if you look at the one, it's it says father, and it's just sausage links. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's funny. Um, this is cut last few. Uh, in the song, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. It's the husband dressed up as Santa kissing his wife, not mommy having an affair with Santa. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, <clears throat> I was 50, 50 fucking years old when I learned that bats are, in fact, not blind. I mean, like, really? I, I think I was, I, I learned that. What, blind? Is that what, a thing? I mean, that's a wives' tale. Is it? What? Yeah, but blind is bad. I mean, it's a. I mean, yeah, but that's like a fucking a, a say. Like when you say that about somebody, they're not actually fucking blind. They just are, have poor eyesight. Like yeah, but I think people thought like okay, I I understand why people believe that because nobody really concentrates on the bat's eyesight. Everybody's always fascinated by the like the the sonar ability, the clicking and yeah. And the, the zeroing it, and bats fly like fucking idiots because they're doing other things. They're di- dipping and diving for bugs, but it just looks like bats are like, I don't know where I'm going. I over this way. Nah, shit. It looks like they're just like an old man who's just like yanking the wheel of a car, trying to right himself. So I guess that's where yeah. that comes from. I, tell you, I uh, as a young wee lad, a ye old wee lad, how do ye or whatever the fuck it was, uh. Killed a bat with a tennis racket. Nice. Yeah, like had it had it part of his head go through parts of the string that were round <laughs> relatively tight. Now this was my mom came in and said something about I think there's a bat out front. And I was like, fuck it. I'm 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 a man of the house. I'm going out there. And then got out there. I was like, oh, what am I doing? This was a mistake. <laughs> I just go back in and watch the ball game. And then <clears throat> I know we had these like wooden frame tennis rackets. Yeah, and uh Saw one kind of dipping down uh, in the uh, that little like that, that front porch area, and just took a Pete Sampras swing, and fucking dude, that thing's eyes were bulged out of its out of its skull, and I dropped the racket and was like, eh, wee, 
<laughs> Ran back inside. You <laughs> certainly didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah. I, I killed it. I killed it. I can't believe it. I killed it. <laughs> Dude, there was a bird in uh, Big Guy's house, uh, Wes, and w- <laughs> it was in the basement, which nobody ever went down there. And uh, so, you know, you think, oh, it's a bird. No big deal. You see a bunch of fucking testosterone-filled early 20s guys fucking, like, whining like little bitches, like, get out of here. It's going to <laughs> and we, we finally went in there with like a full catcher's outfit and a, like a clothes basket and wrangled it. And it wasn't even a bat. Like it wasn't even like rabies, like as a threat. It was just. Yeah. Just a, a, a common Robin or uh, something. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had, there was someone, another fraternity let a squirrel loose in a bedroom of a, of a, a sorority that we lived nearby. And they solicited our help to, uh, to get it out of there. And by solicit, I mean, they were like, you guys need to do this. And we set up the most fucking complex, like if it gets here, then we'll scare it. And then it'll funnel it this way and it'll get in there. And I mean, we did more work to get that fucker into that cardboard box than we did in our entire college career. I mean, it was like 40 minutes worth of, of booby traps and uh, decoys and funneling. And and it worked, got him in there and got it out. That's awesome. And then we came back in like, all right, girls, uh, we got rid of the uh, squirrel, so we're going to have sex, right? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, this is the last one. I skipped a few. Uh, and this is, he says, I should take this to the grave. And this person should have, because this is fucking ridiculous. And I don't even know why. This is not an aha moment. This is, you're a moron. Um, <clears throat> I should take this to the grave, but somehow I thought Mickey Mouse was a dog until I was 17. I'm 24 now. One day I just saw Mickey Mouse somewhere and went, uh, why does he have that skinny little tail? It looks like a... R- Wait. But, but Mickey Mouse. I know. <laughs> the tail gave it away. <laughs> the tail. <laughs> Do they just, did they just call it Mickey in your household or something? I, I can't even think. I mean, the Mickey Mouse Club. Like, what did, Even if you just saw the two M's, what did you think the second one was for? I may, maybe like Mickey Mouse. This person, perhaps this person is sixty now. You know, maybe this isn't. This is well predates the Mickey Mouse Club. Even still, Dude, doesn't the name give it away? Th- th- no, the Mickey Mouse Club was probably more relevant in that person's yeah, lifetime than say. ours. Like the original Mickey Mouse Club. Like, well, what had Spears like a picture or like a cartoon? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, like even headshot of. Like I've been like, oh, well, that's clearly a cartoon mouse. You know what I mean? Like, I just like that's right, crazy. Did the person? It's Mickey Mouse. Did they think like, ah, it's the dog that they call Mickey Mouse because he's cool as a mouse. <laughs> it's ironic, you know, because he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's a small dog, though. You get it? <laughs> Who wears two gloves? <laughs> and overall, two gloves and two booties. It's weird. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah. nice. Oh, dude, that's crazy. This is actually, uh, I went to the original, uh, like either 1989 or 1990, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think it's 1990. And, uh, it was me, my brother, my mom, and bear with me. It was a VA patient that my mom used to know or <clears throat> used to like, not necessarily treat, but at the, at the VA, he was a Vietnam vet 
who wasn't 100% sound of mind, but had his own apartment, et cetera, et cetera. We take him there. We watch the movie. We get out in the parking lot, and he goes, uh, we were asking, like, well, what did you, mind you, we're kids, and this is like a 45-year-old man. Like, what, what did you think about that movie? He's like, oh, man, I like that uh, that big dog. Like, what? Yeah, that big dog that used to command the turtles around. Does it keep Splinter? Yeah. He, he was a rat. What? Fucking rat. I, just, I thought he was a dog. <laughs> I mean, but that's, I've seen the movie, like, that's more, yeah, I can see him looking like, I mean, dogs come in all shapes and sizes, but. Sure. And they, they never referred to him as, like, Splinter the Rat, just Master Splinter. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but if you watch Master Rat Splinter, like, the, if you watch anything from like the origin, the origin of the story, because like I'm for sure the first movie actually has like the intro portion is like some turtles and a rat getting into the ooze, mm-hmm. and fucking like the comics cartoons have always told you what the fuck happened. Actually, I think there's like a ten minute portion of the movie where like Splinter explains like. He was watching Master yes. So-and-so, and he got out of this cage. And... Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. That hey. is 100% true. Maybe he was flashing yeah. well, back during that period. I was going to say, Bear, we, he is a he was a emotionally disturbed Vietnam vet, so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there's, the, there's that. That's probably more influential <laughs> in this whole thing than anything, honestly. <laughs> he, he wasn't just Joe from Kentucky who just no. watched it. Wasn't it? Wasn't a like a like a coworker social worker <laughs> at the VA. So, oh well, I hope you folks enjoyed that. Oh, this is what I was going to say. This kind of sprung a little bit of, of memory. This coincides with, and you guys may have. I I don't I don't have one directly, but I think it's really funny when people. Uh, it dawns on them, either by by being told or looking up on the internet song lyrics that one. They just didn't know, and then they just rolled over when that part of the song came on. Or the better one is that they they just totally thought it was something else for years and years and years. Someone's like, wait, what What did you just say? No, it's da-da-da. Well, what? That's funny. I've got two. Um, okay. One I actually real I learned was actually pretty prevalent. Um, Jimi Hendrix, Excuse Me While I Kiss the Sky. I know somebody who thought it was "Excuse me while I kiss this guy" for a long, long time. And apparently, that's a good... excuse me while I kiss this guy. Like, huh? Yeah, that's a very progressive song for the era, right? Um, and then the other one, same guy, "Bird in the Basement," uh, Wes. Um, the Rage Against the Machine had the song "Renegades of Funk," and he was like coming out of the booth, and he's like, "Man, I can't believe they play this song on '98 Rock." Like, why? What's wrong with these? Like, the redneck gays that fuck? I can't believe they let them say that. <laughs> no way any human actually thought that was real. Yeah, but now when I hear the song, it's it's one of those ones where, like, once they plant the seed, you can't unsee the tree, man. It's like, yeah. we're the redneck gays that fuck. The redneck gays that fuck. I'm like, damn, that's aggressive. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe they played that on the radio. I can't. <laughs> uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah. I I had one. It's, it's not necessarily like a, uh, a fumbling through song lyrics. It's more along the lines of knowing the lyric and then later on in life understanding what it was. So you're familiar with Juicy, Biggie. 
I'm not as familiar as you guys. Yeah, Which one is that? Which would give me the give me like the hook? Birthdays was the worst days. days. Now, now we I sip champagne, champagne when we're thirsty. Okay, I got that. Yeah. All right. So there's a song. There's a part of that song where he says, "Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock." Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as I I knew that lyric as like a ten or eleven year old. Fast forward to me being like a fourteen year old. Uh, <clears throat> I was in a liquor store, and I saw like a just a twenty two ounce can or you know a tall boy can of private stock, and I was like, "Holy shit, that makes sense!" Like sipping on that is like a malt liquor then i was like i got to figure out this bamboo portion well i was like okay clearly he was making a bowl out of bamboo because bamboo is prevalent in brooklyn i mean it just grows all over the goddamn place it's native native to brooklyn that's right smoking weed out of a bamboo bowl and sipping on private stock damn biggie fucking poet (laughs) then i i saw bamboo rolling papers so Mm, Figure that one out, Sean. Maybe it's. I figured it out. You know? Well, maybe it's shaved bamboo. Okay. Maybe it's really thin bamboo. <laughs> He's smoking the bamboo, right? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Weed bamboo. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, we've gotten dumb. I think we need to pump an IQ point up. I don't know if this is going to take Is that what you're leading in for two for me? Because I don't think we're pumping up the intelligence quotient with this one. <laughs> Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. It's true facts that sound like bullshit brought to you by our friend over on Instagram. Go find him yourself. Cuckster for life. And the Cuckster is getting ready for his North American tour here very shortly. So if you'd like to be a part of that, if you'd like to participate, not watch. Make sure you go check out the Cuckster number four life on Instagram. Let's get to it. Five fun facts. Did you know woolly mammoths were still around during the construction of the pyramids? The last of the woolly mammoths only died approximately 4,000 years ago, which just so happens to be around the same time the Great Pyramid was built. If you believe that timeline. (laughs) Imagine what the ancient Egyptians would have thought if they had been able to see the mammoths. They weren't in the region, but they were roaming the earth. Hmm. Damn. I mean, yeah. That's they, they're still they, they're still trying to kick the tires on bringing them back. I wouldn't. Doesn't seem like it would be with what we've got going on today. It doesn't seem like it'd be wildly hard or difficult. But like, what would you do? You, you yeah, know me with the woolly mammoth. Yeah. I'd like, what do you do with it? Kill it and smoke it. You know, have, have a have a hell of bamboo a bamboo pipe. I know, <laughs> I know. Peta is not going to be happy about this next statement I'm going to say, but if they're such a massive animal, and we can bring them back, shouldn't we farm them? I mean, <laughs> no. If you okay, if you could get like, I mean, look at the raw materials you can get out of like one mammoth. I mean, if the bones are made of ivory, are, are they? <laughs> I mean, the tusks rather. The tusks are made of ivory. That's like some, the biggest fucking look at that harvest. You know, have an RV, R, ivory harvest. Uh, look at the fur. I mean, they're getting a fucking do over. I mean, th- they should be thanking us for murdering them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's reasonable. The, the, the best explanation I got is you, you, you would crossbreed it with an elephant so many times that you'd get, you know, as close to yeah. what, we, what, what, what was a woolly mammoth. But I, it would take multiple generations. And I just don't know, like, 
I don't know enough about. I know that like there's rumors that a that a polar bear and a grizzly have created some hybrid fucking thing. I know that they've done tigers and lions in very very you know uh, tight knit uh, situations where they where they can do that, and then they're a, they're not asexual. They can't breed. What's uh, they're yeah ligers? I believe. Yeah, uh, infer- or, yeah, yeah, infertile. fertile, infertile. Yeah. Um, so I I, I, I don't know. Again, this was on a this was on a like a discovery channel early 2000s computer generated thing and i was like whoa they could do it and it was like well in theory they could do it well the latest i've heard in maybe not today but in a couple of years they might be able to create an actual like lab grown embryo and then just implant it in the elephant which would whittle down those generations of breeding you'd have to do so Mm. who knows my point would be that this thing's been dead for 4,000 years. If it gets a 30, if let's say you get a bunch of them, they get 30 years. That's 30 years they wouldn't have gotten because they're been, they've been wiped off the planet. And then you butcher them, you know, you got all sorts of like, I mean, just, I mean, it's a big animal, man. I mean, Jack, so they, they, they owe it to us because mm-hmm. they're extinct and we're bringing them back. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, I can't, your logic, isn't exactly humane, but it makes sense. I didn't say it was humane, but it's not flawed either. I mean, look, you get two, for, you get two for every zoo, and then you get like uh-huh. a farm, and then yeah, and then in like thirty years, it's like somebody who like plants like a walnut grove, you know, ain't gonna pay off today. Give it some time, got yourself a nice little bank account growing in the backyard. You know what I'm saying? They could put one in that zoo that you get to go to, but there's what a one-eyed tiger that just humps the air randomly. <laughs> well, man. <laughs> the song's not called The Eyes of the Tiger, all right? So <laughs> don't knock them. Did you know maggots are still used to clean wounds? In fact, or as recently as 2004, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration permitted the production and marketing of maggots for limited use as a, quote, medical device. I did know that. Maggots and leeches. Yeah. Yeah, because you can get like, uh, uh, if you, isn't it? Because I, maybe I'm wrong on this. If you have certain uh, allergies to particular antibiotics, they'll sometimes just put it on like a like an open wound to get some of the some of the gunk out. Well, they, um, I believe it's uh, if you've got a wound that's going gangrenous, you're getting some gangrene right. in there. Yeah, yeah. It'll it, they'll eat the the dead and rotting tissue away, only leaving like healthy tissue that you can then actually treat so yeah. but just the come fact to think that of it the a medical device yeah come to think of the, the 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 guy that i watched get his penis cut off and his penis was gangrenous they they were kicking the tires and just having maggots eat it rather than just cut it off oh my god <laughs> hey Bill, listen i'm gonna strap this bud jar to your crotch gonna be some little wiggly worms in there don't worry about it there's maggots they're just gonna eat away <laughs> Wiggly worms. Yeah, this guy was so, so schizophrenic. He probably big wiggly worms. Mm. Sign me up. <laughs> Sorry. I just love the, the term. Dude. You could say wiggly worms a thousand times. I'm going to chuckle. I'm going to laugh. It's fair. But just, I mean, what makes, I mean, is it, I mean, there's still flies. There's still fly eggs. I mean, is there a way to like. I don't know, clean them? I mean, are they really any more sanitary than regular maggots? Like, how do you raise maggots? 
just give fly give feed flies food. <laughs> I know, but I mean, but I guess my question is like, are what makes one maggot superior to another? Like, if you found like a trash can full of maggots and you got like a wound, like, is it is it really that oh. much cleaner than the rest of the maggots? It's yeah. like Johns Hopkins has got coming out of the bin. Uh, is it charged it's nurse a more digging controlled environment? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're pulling them out of a dumpster. There's other stuff in the dumpster. Yeah. You're throwing maggots in a lab. You just put some flies on a piece of meat. And then waited for fucking wiggly worms to come out. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking good to go. It's just pretty simple. Yeah, as the like, yeah, they, they certainly aren't sending charge nurses to the uh, dumpster. You know, <laughs> uh, next to the mess hall. But go I, just get, get a handful, get whatever you can. We got a real nasty case up here. I know, but I guess in my mind, like you know, kind of even what Alan just said, like uh, go to the rotting meat bin and get us some maggots. Like, yes, the dumpster's not exactly clean, but now there's rotting meat. Yeah, that those are for the those are for the interns. They call those fellows people who are just out of med school. You want to learn something, buddy? Get your hands dirty <laughs> to the maggot room. Yeah. Did you know there are galaxies moving away from us faster than the speed of light? Nothing can move faster than the speed of light, but because the fabric of the universe is also expanding, some galaxies moving from us are moving faster than light can travel. So both are moving at the same time. So from our perspective, not only it's almost like if you put light on a on an escalator. Like the escalator's moving and then lights on the escalator, so the light's moving at the speed of escalator. Bam. I have some neighbors that I wish would move away faster than the speed of light. <laughs> Just find find a town somewhere and yeehaw Oklahoma. <laughs> That'd be dandy to me. Now, I did see, uh, one, I didn't know that, and two, I saw, uh, it was a bit on, Rogan had someone on, where they were comparing uh, suns and different solar systems, and, and they were doing like, you know, it's one of those ones, they have to zoom out X amount of times to show the sheer size of some of these suns that are like fucking, you know, the sun is, is in our solar system is massive, absolute mammoth, for lack of a better term, uh, it still exists. Uh, but some of these fuckers, man, holy hell. Just, yeah. Like ours is, a, ours is tiny in comparison to most stars out there. It just so happens to be, yeah, yeah huge for us. Mm-hmm. But we, we've never <clears throat> taken another star, you know what I mean? That's right. We, we ain't moving that fast. Do we even handle another star? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. A black star. And they say the black, the black holes are the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Did you Greg know? Luganus is doing a Greg Luganus is doing a dive somewhere. I still can't believe that Greg Luganus <laughs> actually replied to us on TikTok. That's still that's right up there with Sinbad getting back to me on Twitter, man. Here's the listen. First of all, like based upon that, my mom solicited him on what the hell is it? Uh, what's that? Where, where, where a celebrity just talks to you? Says, cameo. Agreed. What? Yeah, cameo for my 40th birthday. Oh right? wow. Okay. Because, like, Sarah had mentioned, like, well, yeah, Greg Luganus responded to something that he had said, and she, she didn't say what. But it was a very, not homophobic, but it was a, hetero, it was a, it was a heterosexual or homosexual joke yeah. about him diving into a black hole. Yes. And we sat here and chuckled about it, and he responded with a, ha-ha, that's funny. Yeah. Him. Because it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Normal people find things 
funny. A lot of these comics that you see out, like, on, you know, with Netflix specials and things, like, they're funny. They're saying the funny thing. The funny thing's, like, the inappropriate thing, but it's funny because you know it's kind of true. And it's just yeah. funny. I mean, and, and he's from a different era. We weren't being mean-spirited about it. Like, yeah. have you guys watched the Shane Gillis uh, Netflix special? I heard I, I, heard I should. Have it's fantastic. Oh, it's absolutely, it's absolutely amazing. And it definitely toes that line of, like, should I be laughing at this? And then you're like, yeah, because it's funny. It's, yeah. but it's, well, and I think we mentioned him before on the show, and like I've read multiple people just say like he's he's great because he walks both lines. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like a big rednecky, you know, kind of fucking white dude. He comes from the south, but he's not super conservative. So well, he's like from, he's from Pittsburgh. He's from is he? Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I thought yeah, he was yeah. from the south. Well, see, he's not even. But he is a he's a big rednecky white dude in in appearance, and he knows it. And he talks about it. And he walks that conservative line and then immediately flips it and walks the other line. And you're just like, this guy's fucking great. Like, he's, he's special, honestly, I think. Like, he's, a, he's great. He's a great storyteller. That's a good comedian. His, his whole thing where he's like, I, he's like, listen, I love history. He's like, which, by the way, is early onset Republicanism. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it coming. It's not there yet. It's knocking yeah. at the door. Like, yeah, it's, it's great, dude. That whole bit at Martha's Vineyard. Right. Like he he insults conservatives. He insults fucking liberals. He insults whites. He insults blacks like all in this one story in Mm -hmm. one bit. And it's fucking phenomenal. Like and everybody loves it. Nobody's mad. I don't you can't be mad at it. It's just good comedy. Oh, he he talks shit on the Navy SEALs. I mean, but in the greatest way possible. It's just like, yeah, you got you got it's it's so fucking clever. You can't believe it's coming out of that fucking ogre. All right. I'll, I'll check it out. All right. Well, moving on. Did you know? Oh, this is one of the true or falses. You guys ready? Uh-huh. True or false? When Sally Ride first went to space, NASA asked her if 100 tampons would be enough for her six-day journey. True. <laughs> Calling it out, true. Yeah, because space induces your period 50-fold. Uh, 100? I mean, NASA does things in overabundance and redundancy, so I'm going to say true. true. It's it's true, but I don't think it's because they were being redundant. I think it's because there were a bunch of fucking, like, dudes that have been locked in a fucking office building for, like, 40 years working on space travel. It's like, that's a lady. Yeah, they bleed, right? How much do you bleed? It was 100 enough? Like, like one, two is fine, I think, for this journey. <laughs> right? They're like, do we just got to keep it plugged up or, or you'll die? How does this work? Like. Listen, we're nope. NASA engineers. We can create you an infinite one. An infinitely absorbent tampon. Just for you. <laughs> and you won't get septic shock. <laughs> we still get residuals from the first fake moon landing. Don't worry. I mean, and the reason this is also so absurd, they're so, like, finicky on, like, how much weight goes on to one of these capsules that, like, I mean, I know a tampon doesn't weigh that much. But even just that extra, like a, a, a hundred, you're multiplying like that by a hundred, like that—that's a thing. God, look how far we've come. We can put we can put a woman in space, but we don't understand how she works. Here, and I'll Shane Gillis it. It doesn't matter because they all burned. <laughs> they all blew up. <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. You're thinking of Krista McCullough. Sally Ride was the actual first woman that made it into space. <laughs> Sorry, whoops. <laughs> Finally. 
<laughs> Did you know? Although Sean Connery played Harrison Ford's father in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Connery is just 12 years older than Harrison Ford. Mm. I have seen there there's uh I didn't know that. I would have guessed more like 20. But isn't like uh the the, the mom in Golden Girls, she was only like 4 years older than B Arthur? I think she was younger than one of them. They just put they put prosthetics on her and shit. Okay. Which, but yeah, she yeah. was obviously she was much younger than she was portrayed. Yeah, cuz on the show she was portrayed as like B Arthur's mother. But yeah, she yeah. was much younger than that. I'll never remember seeing her in it. I never remember seeing her without the makeup on. Maybe that was her magic trick. Is it like, because Golden Girls was a big show. So, I mean, maybe that was her way of like moving around town freely. Just nobody ever knew what she actually looked like. Yeah. Good point. And did you know that's what they requested as uh, part of uh, the the people and the guys in Airheads wanted nude pictures of B. Arthur? Yes. In order to to let. let people they were holding hostage go. No, I didn't know that about. And I, I actually did a buddy of mine, our legal counsel, and I did our our top fifty movies of all time a few years ago. Because guys that we went on a trip, we had chatted about it, and guys on the trip requested it. They're like, "Yeah, you guys should show up with with a list of your top 50. And Indiana Jones in the, in the Last Crusade is in my top fifteen. I don't Not top it. ten, but top top fifteen. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? It's a great movie. It's a great movie on all fronts. It's like, it's, it's, I never, here's you go. Here's something that was never obvious to me that all of the adventures that Indiana Jones went on were arguably like fantasy adventures. I know, I mean, I, I guess I never really thought about it as a kid because, like, what is it? The, the first one's the Holy Grail. No, not the Holy Grail, the um, Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, all right, that's a little, maybe I should have caught yeah. on by the Temple of Doom. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> magic fucking rocks and shit from India. But the Indians are a little, you know, they, they that's their thing. Um, but no, when I got to the crystal skulls, like, what is this bullshit? And I'm like, wait, there are actual crystal skulls, and for Indiana Jones, aliens may not be that far fetched. Yeah, yeah, he is an archaeologist. But man, the Last Crusade, that it's so good because you know if Jesus was real and there was the cup of Christ and then the dad and the Nazis, it's just. It's clever too. No ticket. What a fucking great line, man. Jesus. Yeah, and then you realize this: the his uh, his his dad's friend, uh, the the older guy. Damn it! What? It's, it's a top fifteen movie. I can't remember the character's name. Um, Marcus. Uh, Marcus. Yeah. Uh, that that guy was uh, like suffering bad from AIDS. He ended up dying like a year later after after they Damn. after they made that. Yeah. Kept it quiet. Damn. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. How'd he get it? I guess it's some of the things, like when you say, here's, okay, here's a good rebuttal. When you say, why not? And I think it's like, to me personally, I'm not a movie buff, but I do know a lot of movies. Uh, uh, Top 15 to me is a big deal. And sometimes I think Spielberg kind of totes that line of just like, all right, it's a fucking Spielberg movie. Come on. You know, he just does some <clears throat> wild fanatical shit. Uh, you know, just uh, some of the, some of the effects and some of the stuff's not believable. But I don't know if that movies suspend belief. It still does. But, okay, but I mean, honestly, like, what about that movie was? It was just a good movie, man. I mean, all movies are supposed to su- suspend belief. That's the okay. Point. Well, he, here's 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 a good one. When 
when Indy and that hot uh, German blonde are in the catacombs of fucking Venice, and then they they dive underwater. That water's crystal clear. They can see one another. <laughs> you talking about in the in the tomb? Yeah, in Venice. Well, yeah, but but it well there was oil on top, so none of the bad stuff got down in there. No, no, I'm talking about full submerge of the, of the water. It looks okay. like it looks like you're taking a bath. Okay, you're not wrong, but like, that's that's real nitpicky. I mean, that's a real because how? Okay, what? Why was there a camera in the water filming them? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> come on, what you got? Fair enough. I do really like that scene. If you go back and watch where that boat gets uh, chopped up by the propeller, that massive. Uh, tanker yeah that 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 i mean how they film that that's wild that's good and every time i actually watched that about a month ago with sarah and that she's she's not from annapolis but from you know just outside of it she spent a lot of time in childhood annapolis with appreciation for boats and she that that scene makes her cringe because apparently those boats are fucking badass Mm mm-hmm there's like those handcrafted wood boats with the two bench seats. She's like, oh my God, it's fucking destroyed. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like the Cadillac. Like that thing, if you found one today, it probably still runs as good as it did back then. But I, right. I what's so boss about that is the the guy, like that's a part of like, I don't know, the Templars, the modern day Templars or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, my soul is saved. Can you say the same? Like, fuck. That dude just ready Are you to prepared go. to die? It's like, I am. Are you, sir? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's yeah. it. That is uh that, my friends, is your fun fact Friday. All right, folks. Tonight on Before You Go, we got a treat because it's the middle class holes good bad movie review. Alan is up and he has picked a humdinger. Now I do have a question because I looked this up. Uh-huh. Uh 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it totes the line, but I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt because when you said it, I was like, yeah, that is a really good, good bad movie. Uh, but Alan, you know, you take it away and we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. I mean, so like I said, Mars attacks is, uh, the film that I chose fucking, I don't know why I did that to myself, but I did it to myself. I watched it twice. Uh, cause the first time I lost fucking interest halfway through, uh, <laughs> and I've seen it before, but anyway, Mars attacks, uh, 1996 Tim Burton film. As a matter of fact, people, did, people didn't know that, um, is, Basically an alien invasion spoof. Uh and it really plays off like the the, the like the cheesy nineteen fifties like sci fi fucking alien movies. Like that's kind of the, the, the premise of it. But I'll read to you what I think is the best synopsis because fucking Rotten Tomatoes did it best. Uh, is a fleet of Martian aircraft surrounds the world's major cities and all of humanity waits to see if the extraterrestrial visitors have, as they claim, come in peace. U.S. President James Dale, played by Jack Nicholson, uh, receives assurance from his science professor, because, of course, we have a chief science professor in the United States, uh, <laughs> played by Pierce Brosnan. His name was Donald Kessler. And the that the Martian's mission is a friendly one. But when a peaceful exchange ends in total annihilation of the U.S. Congress, military men call for full-scale nuclear retaliation, as they do. So, a star-studded fucking lineup here. Uh, Jack Nicholson, like I mentioned, Glenn Close, Annette Benning, Pierce Brosnan mentioned, fucking Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael J. Fox. I keep fucking going. It's, it's a really bad movie about an alien invasion, and the aliens almost win, but then don't. 
And I'll leave it at that. I think we're going to get into some nitty gritty. I just want to hear your guys' take on what I made you fucking watch. <laughs> Please. Yeah, yeah, ja- uh, ja- Jack Black, Natalie Portman. Oh, Jack Black. Uh, yep, that's right. I have notes. Yeah, young Natalie Portman, by the way. Yeah, very plays, young. Uh, Jim Brown. Brother, yeah. Yeah, that's right. The, who, who plays a former heavyweight champion yep. who works as a front door attraction slash bouncer at its Caesars Palace. He's like everything. <laughs> He's just like they run him around. Doing fuck, he's yeah. in like a pharaoh outfit and fucking all types of goofy shit. Um, That's right. But yeah, man, fucking the aliens come down. They we we put together a big welcome party out in the desert in Arizona. Uh, I believe we released some doves to mark the peaceful fucking interaction with this alien species, and that is apparently perceived as a threat. At which point the fucking aliens start slaughtering humans. I the think they were going to slaughter us either way. I, that's, I, that's true. Yeah. That uh, you could kind of see it in that. Uh, 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 you know what I mean? Like it sounded aggressive. Like, I I feel uh-huh. like that was very aggressive. Uh, but yes, uh, I thought it was going good there for a while until they fucking they melted a dove mid-flight. And that's kind of when you knew it was fucking on. <laughs> so they didn't release a dove, a hippie. When hippie, they said yeah. we could, when it was when it was pumped through the translator that the chief <laughs> scientist had created, said we come in peace. He's like they come in peace and threw the dove up in the air. What I found funny about it is, after all that annihilation takes place, Pierce Brosnan then tells the president Nicholson, he says, maybe it was just a misunderstanding. You know, maybe doves are volatile to the uh, the Mar- the Martians. He's like, oh, also well, I also we, made we a should, note. We should uh, bring them to Congress then. I'm- I'm glad you uh, pointed out that the chief science officer had made a translator. Um, I made a note (laughs) that a lot of a lot of the machines in the film had tiny turning satellite dishes. And I don't think that (laughs) any of them had real purpose. But if you're making a sci-fi film, tiny turning satellite dishes really kicks up your fucking technology a notch. So any of you amateur filmmakers out there. uh, Yeah, man, it it devolves very quickly. you know, the, they they come, they surround Earth. They start picking off major cities. Um, after after that, really, it just becomes a comedy of errors. It's like a montage of them, like they carve new faces into Mount Rushmore. They fucking like tip over the Eiffel Tower. Like they go bowling with uh, on yeah, Easter Island. They go bowling with. Uh, I tried to write them all. That was like Jesus. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh well, the Washington Monument, the Boy Scouts, is going to fall towards them. They run away, and then the aliens actually try to tip at the up. Tip the aliens are trying. Away. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, bottom line is, I, I remember when Mars Attacks came out, and I was like, "This is this just looks dumb." And then I'm watching it with older eyes. I got to tell you, I and I swear to God, this was the trigger for me. The cars. The cars that were in the movie, I was like, man, it looks like the cars that Tim Burton has in all of his fucking movies. I'm like, wait, is this a Tim Burton movie? And I'm telling you right now, as soon as I was like, oh, this is a Tim Burton movie. The the entire, like, how I viewed the film changed 100%. It went from, like, this is a shitty movie to this is super clever. Mm -hmm. Like, it went from I don't really like it. To I really like it, yeah. like all because I know that it's not supposed to be taken seriously. I, I then I started thinking. Imagine Ed, Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you thought Edward Scissorhands was a okay, like a Steven Spielberg movie. Like what the fuck is this? The fuck is going on? Yeah, yep. Why is everything so weird? And then it's like, oh, it's a Tim Burton movie. Like oh, this all makes sense. Got it. Yep. 
Yeah. So I feel like the context of the movie, if you know it's a Tim Burton film and you're aware of what he does, sort of like a Wes Anderson movie. Not everybody's going to get it. That's right. Um, no, it's you, interesting you say that because I did not know it was a Tim Burton movie when I watched it in 1996 at the tender age of 10. Uh, I was just well, unaware. Uh, but when I saw it again, I was like, oh, yeah. I saw the Tim Burton flash up in the, in the, in the credits in the beginning. And I was like, huh. That makes so much more sense why I thought this movie was great, like, growing up. Because it's got that Edward Scissorhands, I think, is the perfect example. Kind of whimsical fucking, like, that's the third time today I've used that word. Fucking, like, it's it's carefree. It's crazy. Like, they're melting humans, and, like, their skeletons turn to the color of their laser beams and shit. It's just hokey, but it's fucking great. And That's right. You gotta get you gotta. That's a star power in this fucking movie. Like, well, I think that is he was at his zenith at that time. He just got done making Batman. He just made Edward Scissorhands. Like I think this was a time where everybody was clamoring to be in, like almost like everybody's clamoring to be in a Scorsese movie or a Tarantino movie. Oh, I can be in a Burton film. And so, I mean, fuck, dude. How many times has Jack Nicholson played two characters in one movie ever? That's also true. I forgot he is the sleazy casino owner trying to fucking profit off of this whole thing. That's right. And keep it alive. The president of the United States and a cheesy slash kind of business tycoon-y, gangster-ish Las Vegas. It's like if Yosemite Sam owned a casino. Like, that's 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 the character that he plays. It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) It's yeah. It's who, great. who know who knows Jim Brown? Also, Michael J. Fox uh, has Michael a few, Fox, few lines yeah. in this. Michael J. Uh, Fox and Sarah Jessica Parker are like a a, a news couple. They're they're each anchors. Right. Uh, yeah, I was distracted yeah. watching Michael J. Fox. Unfortunately, because I, I, like knowing what I know now, I was looking for his ticks, and I could yeah. see, I could see all of them. Like no, like I'm ruined by the diagnosis now. Like I see it. Yeah, that's fair. Speaking is... of uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, as I want to get uh, that's a side note. So her and Pierce Brosnan get abducted by the aliens and experimented on and fucking I believe they put her head on her dog's body because she had a tiny little chihuahua. And then I don't even remember what they did with Pierce Brosnan's body. They, but it was just it. separated, and yeah. his head was in a his glass. His head was separated. And, like, they professed their love to each other in these cheesy scenes throughout the film. But I love that, like, they do the really bad, like, spaceship crash into the water at the end. And they, like, make them kiss. Like, it's some fucking serendipitous love fucking connection at the <laughs> end of the world. It's the, like, I think that's the part where I was like, oof. All right, this one's, this one's rough. <laughs> this scene. I think <laughs> for me, I was actually amazed at how I was more attracted to Sarah Jessica Parker with the dog body than I was with the rest of her. <laughs> yeah, that's reason. Also, here's a good side note uh, uh, that I was, because I didn't get to watch it in its entirety. I got to watch, like, a hundred bits on YouTube, not chronological. So I had to kind of put it together. And so Annette Benning, who's kind of this hippie who's dating the, the uh, Las Vegas version of Jack Nicholson's character yes, correct, yeah. who dies as he's giving a sales pitch to people. And he's too, uh, he's too arrogant to evacuate town. And he's sitting there, this big crescendo of like, this is what this is going to make us a bunch of money. And then they blow up the building. So, he and he flies a plane. He's a he's a pilot, of course. You know is that that because that makes sense. And what do they do? They solicit Tom Jones. Tom Jones, that's right. Who's 
to to fly the plane. I mean, God, what what writing? Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And that's <laughs> then, when, uh, that's when then, Jim Brown like he he sacrifices himself. He goes out. That's right, and he just starts punching fucking. They, they they have to gratuitously use Jim Brown to punch fucking fake aliens in their glass helmets <laughs> <laughs> as as the plane gets away. Right. Um, I do have to say too, uh, Jim Brown has a coworker in the film. Um, on IMDb, she is credited as Cindy Byron's coworker. Uh, her name is Janice Rivera, and she has the most phenomenal tit job that ever occurred in the early to mid nineties. Uh, go back. I mean, I looked. Listen, I looked all over the internet to see if there was more than a sparkly bikini, and unfortunately, there's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, but her IMDb uh, <clears throat> repertoire is a little low. I also yeah. got uh, this note. This note is a good one too. Fucking um, so like, alien stuff happens all over the world. President fucking kind of retreats back into the bunker, which the bunker's like a war games cartoon fucking like vault. It's nothing like anything that exists in the fucking actual White House. I'm fairly certain. He <laughs> had a giant light up map with spaceships on it, like like he was strategizing <laughs> fucking space war. Like it's preposterous. But I love that fucking the way that they infiltrate the White House is because horny ass Martin Short is coming back to the White House from like some event. And he sees a very strange, curvy. Yep, that's right. That's the walk. And fucking this very strange, curvy, fucking like fifties dressed woman with a bouffant and fucking like clearly an alien. Horn horns it up. Fucking invites her into the limo. Invites her into the White House. Fucking that's how you lose a president right there. It's just, it's just that's all it takes is a horny press secretary and the fucking <laughs> democracy I have, crumbles. <laughs> I have VIP access. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is also when I wanted to note uh, when when Jack Nicholson's doing his last ditch effort to convince the Mars uh, yes, uh, president, like you know, can't we all just get along? Because <laughs> his Earth and Mars. And Earth is really big and Mars is tiny. Like we could put them together. We could learn from one another. Catch that part. That's Earth, really funny. Mars. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he fucking extend the the alien extends a he sheds a single tear. Mm. He sh- he extends a hand and we're like, oh man, fucking look at this intergalactic peace. And then that hand fucking detaches and climbs around the back of him and stabs him through the fucking heart. <sighs> And then as he falls backwards, that fucking hand is a flag that raises up with a Mars fucking flag on it. And they salute it and walk the fuck out. I got to say, though, I know, you know, the CGI is what it is, but I feel like he actually from from a cinematic standpoint, I feel like he actually made the most out of special effects that you can do, like mixing like tangible real world like explosions and things like that. With this, like, probably, like, I guess green screen? Because some of that stuff was real. Like, that that building that uh, Nicholson goes down in, um, yeah. that, was a, that was a real implosion that they did in Vegas, and he used the real footage in the movie. Yeah. Uh, however he layered all of that is actually, it still kind of holds up, which is yeah. strange. That is very true. I was going to say, when you brought that up, like, I was immediately thinking, like, I watched this movie from 1996 and didn't immediately be like, oh, God, this is fucking cheesy. You know what I mean? Like I rewatched 
like Independence Day. And I was like, ooh, that spaceship's bad. Like, you know what I mean? But this one really didn't give you because, like, I think, like, Marseille. Some of it was supposed to be bad, though. Used, Yes, it is supposed to be bad, but he used real-world shit. So, like, you didn't get, like, bad CGI fucking, like, flying saucers. You got, like, the little model ones on strings that he used. You right. know what I mean? So, like, it looks good for what the timepiece is. And like they didn't do crazy on the lasers. It's like the generic, like it's the fucking generic laser sound. They're like red and green. Like I think he did a good job. Like where I said, Tim Burton, it, it it ups the quality of this movie a little bit. I think it downgrades the rating on Rotten Tomatoes because I think some people watch it and are just it's it's like when I I keep harping harping back on this uh, that the Weird Al UHF the Weird Al movie. Mm-hmm. Like, is that a good movie? Probably not, but as it being the vision of Weird Al Yankovic, it's a great movie. So is this a good movie? Mm, Not by itself, but as the vision of Tim Burton, it's a great movie. So I feel like maybe the score was, uh, the weight was on the scale because I don't think some of the critics, quote unquote, got it, which always seems to be the case. Yeah, that's true. And... And I'll give a fucking A plus to anything that ends with fucking Tom Jones singing "It's Not Unusual" while holding not an unusual. eagle. Like he's holding an <laughs> eagle. There was like a deer in front of him. I don't know why he was in the fucking wilderness by himself, but no, he was there with the. It was in Tahoe because she they they yeah that's where they went. Yeah, they had they they like a safe house. Yeah, yeah. and, they had and to... let's not forget. Um, uh, was it one of Jim Brown's two sons? Oh yeah. Who, you didn't live with his Ray J. It's Ray J. I wrote that down. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it's a fucking Ray J sighting." <laughs> who 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 had an, his own IMDb uh, <laughs> uh, credit a couple of years later with Kim Kardashian? <laughs> Young Ray J on my notes right here. <laughs> god, not his fault, yeah. man. Not his fault. That's the thing. That's why even I was shocked at like Ray J's Brandy's brother. Like he was just a guy living in L.A. Got into a couple movies because his sister was famous. And then just happened to be banging out this chick. and Smashing then, the hot chick that was trying to get in with the celebrities. And, and then her mom was like, show the world. Yeah, let's show everybody. <laughs> you know, Ray J's famous, right? right. <laughs> Reggie Bush is next. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. I missed a couple. Uh, oh, the French prime minister calls the president. Uh, while he's in his war room and he's like, hey, fr- president, I got the aliens here. They're ready to do a deal. And he's like, get the fuck out of there. And by the time he even gets it out of his mouth, melted. They blew up Big Ben. That was another one I wrote down. And they visit and destroy the Taj Mahal, which is also pretty fucking impressive. That's right. <laughs> like They're all doing pictures. Monuments. I think <laughs> the other thing that I, I found kind of disturbing was I actually feel like the decision-making process by the politicians was probably is the most accurate thing yeah. in the entire movie. Oh, there is also that uh, that whole thing of, like, when we shoot the nuke at them, and the... And the yeah, that like, was weird. They, they send out that little balloon, and it sucks up all the nuclear energy, and then the fucking one dude inhaled it, and it was just fucking ignorant. It was disrespectful. Doesn't whip it with it, yeah. <laughs> that that was the only part of the movie where, like, I get it. He was like, "You guys ain't got shit on us," but it's just odd. I mean, I guess that was a time when weed was still real taboo. So I was like, "Hey, let's put a funny weed joke in here." He's gonna shotgun the nuke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. You know, it was. You just gotta you gotta play with the times, man. I think it was more so to just 
Well, not so much a weed reference, but a like, haha, humans are dumb. <laughs> aliens. If we get, if we meet these kind of aliens, we're definitely dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. And I love love that group of them that's walking around that town carrying the translator as they <laughs> slaughter people through the town, and it just don't says, run. We are your friends. Yeah, don't run. We are your <laughs> friends. <Don't, laughs> over and over again. <laughs> so guys well, kudos fucking mars attacks that's where we're kudos at. to you kudos yeah. to you that was a, that's a, that was a trip down memory lane and a good one so yeah but, all right well <clears throat> tell all the uh i guess the, the the people who are nervous about martian attacks you can find them middle class holes at well, you can find the middle class holes in the lube aisle at your local Walmart. <laughs> just just call the fucking associate to come over with the key. <laughs> Pull out the middle class holes lubricant. It's water-based. You'll be fine. You'll love it. But if you really want to check us out, check us out all your favorite social medias at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter, the middle class holes on Facebook and TikTok. And, of course, for your listening pleasures, please check us out. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We have a YouTube. I always forget to fucking say that, too. Nobody corrected me ever. Yeah. We got one of those. Checks out We're on doing YouTube. We're doing all right on YouTube, though. Yeah. Good. A uh, little light on listener comments this week. We're going to carry them over, hopefully, uh, until next week. Uh, <clears throat> which, by the way, next week we have a special guest, Connor Newcomb from Locked In Orioles, who's going to be joining us uh, in the on lieu of a, a very exciting 2024 season. And uh, a guy who has, I think, like 5,600 followers on YouTube, I don't check his uh, podcast numbers, agreed 100%, no questions asked, to join us. So, Sucker. <laughs> his, literally, my coworker uh, and I, who, who, who he listens to him, and we talk about the Orioles a lot, and I was like, what's his name? Yeah, the, uh, Connor Newcomb. And then... It was literally Murr. Can you get a hold of him? Murr messages him on Facebook. He's like, yeah, sure. I email him 100%. Yep, I'm good for uh, February. What's the late February, 22nd. Like, holy shit, that worked. <laughs> we just got to ask people. Just got to say, hey, you want to do it? What if we'll stick yeah, around for the yeah. rest of our serious content? <laughs> he said I, he, he's, he's in for Fun Fact Friday. So we okay. got him for that. So All right. Exciting news, folks! So stick around. Uh, other than that, I got nothing else. It's been exciting. It's been a good one. We've learned about <clears throat> lube. Learned about people figuring out that you can't that fucking windshield wiper fluid isn't free. <laughs> and uh, good old Mars attacks. And we might have woolly mammoth in a few years. Mammoth farms. Exciting times. <laughs> mammoth farms. Take take her easy. <laughs> <laughs>